Welcome back, everybody, to what was that? I'm Kimmy. Welcome back. What is wrong with you? I this isn't even funny anymore. This is like week 30. There's such a pause, and I see you going for your sips. I'm like, now's when she wants me to say it. Yes. What did you think was gonna happen just now? What was what did I, you think this was? I thought you were gonna like sip and I'd be like, welcome back. And then you take your sip and Oh, I did come in hard and fast. Usually I, I clap and then we kind of settle. We do do you wanna show them the audio clap we do? Go. Also, that does literally nothing for me in editing. Yeah, I didn't think it did. I think it's just tradition. more fun. Yeah, it's more like we really start the show. But Sorry I, to me to come in so aggressively. I really thought there was a pause, and I was like, this week for sure, I'm going to nail it. I, we have to practice this before we get on air next time. We actually do need a jingle, too. Mm -hmm. So, Also, like, some transition music, you know? Mm -hmm. um, I was listening to Andrew's podcast today, and they do that, like, when they transition from segment, and then Joel's podcast, they do that, too. Do you, like, pay someone on fiber? No, I think we can probably, I mean, yes, but we could also probably do that one ourselves. Oh. Like, just the transition music, you know? Now, a jingle, that's a different story. That's a whole... A whole to-do. A whole to-do, and neither of us... <laughs> well, you can sing. I can't sing. Technically, I can sing. I just can't sing well. Technically, everybody can Everybody can dance, you know? <laughs> How was your week? It's been really good. Um, pretty fun weekend. Nice. What did you do? Uh, we went out and celebrated my father-in-law's birthday. Oh, was it Robert's birthday? Yeah, it was on Saturday. Him and his sisters. Sagittarius or Capricorn? Sagittarius. Wow, I love that. So, and Ben has that. It's moon, so they're so similar. Oh, cute. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we did that Saturday morning and then just did a lot of chores on sun Saturday and Sunday, too. And then we did Hash Brown Church That's on Sunday. That's not fun, though. No. <laughs> For you, maybe. But <laughs> it felt good to get it done. Yeah, you know? that does feel good. And then I did take like a half hour nap watching 100 Babies Challenge. Oh, nice. So, was it that Kelsey girl? Yeah. Nice. But I fell asleep instantly, so I have to rewatch it anyways. So. Damn. I love The Sims. I should play The Sims. We should do like a Twitch time once a month or so. Uh-huh. It'd be really fun. Now that we're used to talking. Yeah. Although, I was, when we did it the first time, I had no problem talking. I'm so nervous. We could do Sims or we could do Crash Bandicoot or something like that. Oh, shit. We should do Crash Bandicoot. Oh, we should play that. So he needs to just crush it. Dude, Crash I love Crash Bandicoot. Don't ask Ben Andrew or the other Ben. But <laughs> listen to all the boys that were in the apartment the other day watching us play Crash. Don't ask them how we are at Crash. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I feel like we did pretty good though. Yeah, but it wasn't even our best. No, Andrew so. did have to do some parts for us though. <laughs> um, how was your week? Great. Actually, no, it was trash. Oh. <laughs> Why am I lying? <laughs> I mean, okay, overall it was fine. Uh, I'm just having a bad seasonal depression week. Um, also, I just, I'm like scared to talk about anything mental health after last week watching your fucking clip where Sarah, like I put it on my Instagram, go back and watch last week's clip. Um, it actually came out today on the day we're recording on Monday, but, uh, there's like a clip of me talking about something spiritual, mental health, I don't know, anything I'm genuinely passionate about. And it just cuts to Sarah and she is... A Hello Darkness song was probably... <laughs> literally, Simon and Garfunkel, like, should have started playing in the background, because your face, you're just like... Mm. Oh and she God. even... And this is me, I'm like... Blah, 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 blah. And I look, and she's just, like, pissed, and then it, like... She even answers with dead eyes. She goes, mm-hmm. I was like, all right, good. Glad to know you're on my team. Um, I was dead tired from work. I know. You, you're having a lot going on. You're fine. Um, I just think it's funny. But also, it's my podcast. So, I mean, our podcast. But, like, I'm allowed to talk about whatever. Yeah. And 
you're saying it. I'm just, you know what, I'm projecting. I'm being defensive. But anyway, it's been a rough week mentally. Um, you said it's the weather. That... Yeah, it's like just, it's like regular depression meets seasonal depression. Um, but I will say I think I'm doing better generally this year than I am normally during this time of year. So could be worse, but it's just not been great. Um, but today was actually really good. I like had a pretty productive slash gentle day. So good. Are there mm-hmm. some wins to where, because sometimes, you know, it's not like I avoided the thing entirely, but mm-hmm. I handled it better. Those feel better sometimes than avoiding like depression or anxiety or whatever. Yeah. Like, are you saying like, like, do you feel like you had some wins this week where you're like, yeah, I still got depressed, but I handled it better than the past. So it's like moving upward kind of. Yeah, for sure. I do feel like just not like honestly anything that I do this week I'm like good job (laughs) like it's one of those words like you're just getting by you know so um I think like it's been a better it's been better than I expected it to be this winter um but it is annoying that like with mental health stuff like it's cyclical so every time you think you've escaped it you haven't and like Mm. I just don't know if there will ever be a time where I won't have depression um but like that's part of life but it's just it just sucks because it's been this way for 30 years and it's still, every time it happens, it just like wipes my ass out. And I'm like, why am I feeling like so sad? Like I shouldn't. Um, like catches it by surprise kind of. Yeah. And it truly shouldn't because it happens all the time. But um, yeah, so it's not been a great week, but it hasn't been a bad week. It's just been a hard, it's been a hard week. I'll say that. That means it's been like a good week though. You're like, yeah. it's not bad. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I feel like I like aired some stuff out too. And like, I don't know. It's been good. Good. Yeah. That's awesome. I will say the weather, I do not like when it's, like, partly cloudy and in the 40s. Mm, I'm like, see, I love that. be something, you know, be stormy, be sunny, like. Yeah. Uh, today, did you like today's weather? No. Oh, I loved it. It like, was, like, so sunsetty all day. I don't know. A day outside is still better than any day inside, but it's, like. Yeah. It's supposed to be really sunny this week, though. Oh, I like crispy days. Mm-hmm. Nice. And it's crispy fall day. Crispy fall day. Have you been watching anything? Um, let me see. I wrote down some notes. Oh, good job. No. <laughs> it's not a specific thing. It's like, what am I watching? Nothing. Um, but I will say, I didn't want to watch White Lotus, but these bitches on the internet have got me wanting to watch White Lotus. What is it? First of all, the theme song. Catchy as fuck. Um, <laughs> it's this HBO show. It's got Jennifer Coolidge. That's literally the only person I know that's on the show. And also, after The Watcher, I'm kind of like, mm, Jennifer Coolidge can sit down for a little bit. Which is, like, controversial because I do love her, but, like, I just, The Watcher really made me annoyed with her. Because I was like, you're not supposed to be here, you know? Mm. Um, so, White Lotus, I, I don't, I have no idea. This is what I think it is. Is it a resort? And there's rich people, and maybe there's a murder or a mystery. Ooh. And there's themes. And, is that Ben? That's Ben. <laughs> is that the murder from the White Lotus? <laughs> is there a murder in White Lotus? I don't know. Again, I'm just going from what I've seen on memes. Um... And, like, people, the season finale was last night, and everyone was freaking the fuck out. Really? Um, and I, like, I don't want to watch it, but, like, you guys are making me want to watch it, because <laughs> I love being a part of a team. So, yeah, kind of want to watch White Lotus. Good. Yeah, I need to watch more Christmas stuff. Um, that's it. I think there's, like, shows I want to watch, I just can't think of them right now. Are you going to watch uh, Manifest anymore of it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, like, want to finish it out, because we watched so much. Actually... I didn't like it, and then I liked it. I kind of go through, like, up and down with it, uh, but I do want to see how the season goes. I just fucking yeah. hate that main girl with her big-ass eyebrows. Uh, the wife? Oh, know. no, no, the main main girl. Yeah, like the sister. Mick? 
Sorry, I didn't mean to poo-poo your eyebrows. I can't really speak because I don't have real eyebrows. <laughs> Maybe I'm just jealous that I'm projecting. But like, oh god, her face, I'm just like, get off the screen. It's it a lot. so annoying. It's a lot of the same look. Yeah, everyone, it's like that girl who I did not like the daughter in that show, but I'm not blaming the actress. She was great and fresh off the boat. Yeah. Oh, I dude, I think they very well. What is in my hat? Oh, a piece of us. <laughs> um, have you started Manifest? No, and I've been waiting for it. I just... We only get like 20 minutes to watch TV a night, so we squeeze in like an episode of Modern Family or something. Yeah. Um, what are you? What are you watching? Modern Family. It's our new community. <laughs> we saw it at my parents' house on uh, Thanksgiving. Like it was like playing in the background. Um, and it just like reset your fire. Yeah. But we started in the middle of the season series. Who's your favorite Modern Family family? Cam and Mitch. Me too. <laughs> I, okay, yeah. Gloria and Jay are my least favorite. Um, actually, I love Gloria. Jay just is not my favorite. Yeah. Um, but I love Manny. And I love Phil. I love the whole Dumpy family, but Phil's my favorite. But Cam and Mitch are my fave. Yeah. Who's your all-time favorite character? Oh, Cam. Yeah. Oh, mine's either <laughs> Cam or Phil. I yeah. can't decide. I love them both. Uh, the kids, like Luke, Hallie, and or Haley, and Alex, uh-huh. they're okay. They're not that funny. Haley's probably the funniest. Yeah. Manny kind of bugs me, but I like, honestly, I like Jay more than I like Manny. Really? Yeah. That's not surprising, though. Because I feel like I'm a little more poetic, and you're a little more rough around the edges, so that's that makes sense. (laughs) Which is, I feel like so, because, like, if you were to think of us like Mary-Kate and Ashley, I'm for sure Mary-Kate, you're for sure Ashley. Really? You don't think? I never thought about it, but I was... You have. Okay, here's the thing. When I was younger, um, there was always, like, tomboy and the princessy one yeah and for some reason i felt like mary kate but i did like the princess side of it so i never knew where i landed yes okay so aesthetically you're the princess i would say i'm more well i don't know we really do change yeah because i'm into makeup and you're not but i like girls and you don't (laughs) and i tend to dress kind of i go back and forth with how i dress um but you like tomboy activities like you like sports and i don't um Wow, so it is hard to say, but you're definitely Ashley. Because okay, I like Ashley. Mary Kate went off the rails a little bit, and I don't ever see you going off the rails <laughs> in your life, and I probably have a few times. Um, so I feel like as a whole, you're Mary Kate, and I'm. I mean, you're <laughs> Ashley, and I'm Mary it's Kate. Hard. But if it's me and Andrew, I'm Mary Kate, and he's Ashley. Okay, he's definitely, <laughs> and he knows he's Ashley, and it takes two. So really, it's like it's in the movies. They, they kind of play the same person each time, mm-hmm. but. I guess, yeah, from the movies, you're more Mary Kate from her yeah. actions. For sure. How dare you ever assume that I was an Ashley? I'm sorry. <laughs> I've um, always liked Ashley more, so. That's what I thought, too. I also liked her more, and I like Mary Kate more, so. I saw, for some reason, I thought Mary Kate was older, so I thought I had to be her. You know those rules <laughs> for, like, six? Yeah. You're like, she's six minutes older, I'm the older sister, so. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you had to be the brunette, I had to be the blonde and everything, you Yeah. Know? That makes sense. Uh, we were watching WandaVision, and there's one scene where Elizabeth Olsen stepped out of, like, a box or something, uh-huh. and I was like, oh, Ben, I was like, that is Ashley Olsen, and he was like, <laughs> I have to take your word for it. I was so excited. I'm like, they're sisters. They look so much alike. Yeah. Oh, like, you didn't actually think it was? You were just saying, like, she looks like her? It looks like her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it was so weird. I'm like, that's what it looked like. Ashley was still acting. I remember, like, years and years ago when, like, Elizabeth Olsen would be in, like, little cameos on their stuff, and I'm like, get out of here. She's so annoying. Lizzie. Ugh, <laughs> so <laughs> stupid. And now I'm like, marry me. I love Elizabeth Olsen. Oh, my God. She's so hot. She's so hot and cool, too. Damn. Hey, Lizzie, if you're watching, I know you're married, but, like... Oh, she married? Unfortunately. Um, to a man. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a bummer, but let's go. Although I can see you with vision. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And robot and all too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> see, she didn't even hesitate. She was like, a little bit of robot? Okay, whatever. The AI is taking over. Wow, what are your thoughts on like that AI art stuff? Oh, it's fine. <laughs> this is the thing. I think that it's fine. It's whatever. But like, I just don't care for it. The first couple times I was like, oh, this is like a Tame Impala music video done by an AI. I'm like, that's cool. Um, but now this is, ugh. I feel like art is like, has nothing to do with art. It's like the process, you know? Cause it's like when you connect with a piece of art, you're not connecting with the actual art. You're connecting with whatever the person was feeling when they were making that in my belief. Um, or like what it evokes in you. So that's why like, I don't feel anything when I look at AI art, you know? Really? I love AI art. Because you're not fucking alive. <laughs> this is episode three where we talk about how Sarah has no soul because Sarah's like, I feel touched by AI art. But then I show her the Titanic and she's like, does nothing for me. It's like, fake. I don't want to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. So Ben and I talk a lot about this because yeah. for those who don't know, Ben, my husband's an artist, um, a concept artist. And he is, like, of the rare group of artists where he's like, it's fine. AI art is fine. Oh, he's cool with that? Yeah, he loves it. He loves not a real artist. artist. <laughs> I'm not okay with that. Not a real artist. <laughs> because here's the thing. If you're a chef and you're cooking up a turkey. Okay. And you use, like, this. I'm going to get really mad. This Ben may not Hit me with it. <laughs> See, if you're an artist okay. and you're a cook and you're making a turkey, okay. and you're like, I need poultry seasoning, and you're like, I could go find 27 individual spices, or I could just grab it and throw it in. Okay. That's not what this is. Okay, but hear me out. I'm it's here. just to get you from one process to the next. Or you're like, instead of hand whisking, I'm going to use a metal whisker. It still whisks in the end. Okay. You're not going to say anything else of a cook because you're using a metal whisk. Or what's it called? A beater? I don't know. But you didn't make it. A computer made it. It's not like the kitchen. Now, I understand. Can I say a better metaphor would be a bread maker? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. The bread maker does everything, right? It does? It mixes it? Yeah. Oh. You learn. Okay, this is an ad for a bread maker. <laughs> I didn't know that. Listen, you're going to be shocked. Okay, I'm like, robots are taking over. Except for fucking bread. This is living titty. Okay, so this is the thing. You take a bread maker, okay. you dump in the yeast and the water, set it, and forget it. Wow. It mixes. It does the bread hook. It rises in it. It brings it to temperature. It <laughs> and it cooks it. That was it. Do you call it homemade bread? I've... It falls somewhere in the middle, right? Yes. I'm not saying AR is the same as an artist. It's just not totally horrible. It just, like, cause, do you know how to use, how they use AR? AI? AI? Uh-uh. You go, like, Something inspired by this, or put in the words you want, or the artist. You oh, yeah. Have, you still have to have all the concepts in your head. It just busts them out. But now, you're just, like, putting in, like, a sentence, right? That's true, but is that any different than, like, a DJ mixing music? You didn't make any of the music. You're just mixing it together. But a human is doing it. A computer is doing that. Technically, if you're making up the ideas, you're like... But the, this is the thing. Like, the like a DJ board couldn't do that on its own. Some can. There's, like, apps and stuff. I don't know. I'm not saying it replaces artists. Yeah, I'm saying I appreciate your... Sorry. Oh, if you just need, like, a couple scenes busted out of, like, background or to get that, you know, the wheels turning, you're like, I want I want this, but I can't quite think of it, throw it through AI and don't rely on it, but you can have it inspire you to then draw your own art off of it. I think in 10 years... When the world is completely taken over by Amazon and robots, <laughs> Sarah will be up in her high, high castle. I won't have feeling effects at all. Sarah, Sarah, will, Sarah will feel 
feel none of the world's <laughs> shame or shock. Um, you'll be in like a high tower laughing with your robot friends because you don't have a soul you've established with ginger jeans. Um, and I will be an artist like on the streets begging people to make art. That's how I feel this will go. Um, but I do appreciate your perspective. And I, I hear you. I, I know that I shouldn't think it's like the worst, but I kind of do think it's the worst. And why is that? Like, what are you scared of of it? I'm not, care? I, I think it's because I think art is so important because of like the connection. Okay. This is, I feel like when, okay. So like when I do art, I feel like I'm in the flow. Like, mm -hmm. and I think anything that gets you in flow is where you need to be. Like, I just think I'm spiritual. Like I believe in God. I feel like that's the time when like, I'm just connected the most is like, I get the most answers for my problems. I find the most peace. I just like feel the most meditative when I'm like, especially like drawing or something or whatever, making music, whatever you want to do. Um, I feel the most connected to God during those times. And I think, and even if you're not religious, whatever, like, I just think even if you're like, if you're an atheist and you feel calm during that time, but I think that AI art like, it doesn't do that for anybody. It's cool to look at. It's not, I don't think it's a problem. I just think that art is important. That's the thing. It's like, I don't even think it's bad. I just think that doing art as a human is like vital to life. It's just about putting stuff out in the world, like creating stuff. So I think it just kind of takes away the coolest part. One of the coolest parts of life, in my opinion. That's now I see where people come from with the argument and you, I think for me, it's, I have never practiced drawing really since I'm like a little kid. I'm not into drawing, yeah. but I do have ideas in my head that I want to see. So I would have been, I'd be like, can you draw this for me? But now I get to play with AI art and be like, I want to create this image in my head, but I don't want to spend 17 years becoming a good artist. Let me put it into AI so I can create something. And that feels fun. Like I get excited like I would if I were playing piano or something. Okay. The other thing is, and I'm not saying this means one thing or the other. It's just like a thought exercise I always do. So if you're... Sorry for the motorcycle in the background. Okay. Also, not sorry because I can't do anything about it, but, like, I just want to acknowledge that we heard it. <laughs> um, it's like if you have an audiobook mm -hmm. and you're like, did you actually read that book? You're like, well, I didn't hold the book and read it, but someone who's blind, would you say they didn't read it? So let's say there's somebody who can't use their hands or their feet, but they can use, like, a computer and they want to create art through AI. Would you say they're not creating art still? that's the best that they have for that. Yeah, I would still say they're not creating art because they're not doing it, the robot is. But if that's the only access they have to creating art is typing in words because they don't have hands or feet or their mouth or anything, they just can only, like, <laughs> like Stephen Hawking, you know? He, like, can only, like, communicate certain things. No, I, I'm just saying. I think that you're taking the... I, I know what you're trying to say. But, no, it's still not... It doesn't matter, like, if you are not physically... It's not the, what you're physically doing, like, it's the fact that you're not doing anything creatively. You are typing a sentence in and a computer is doing all of the work. I don't think it matters. And also, this is the thing. I'm, like, you don't do, and do you do any kind of art? Uh, what do you mean? Like, like, anything. Like, I mean, do you do anything creative? Yeah. So, like... I don't think it matters what the medium is. If it's like painting, piano, even if it's just like, I don't know, rolling up yarn between your fingers in like an artistic way, whatever it is, it doesn't matter what the medium is. It's just the fact that you're creating something that wasn't there before. And like, I understand what you're saying. Like, what if somebody isn't able to hold a paintbrush or something? Like, I know what you're saying, but still, even if like, it doesn't matter who the user is and like their ability to do something. It's the fact that they're still not doing anything with that computer. Like the computer is doing 100% of the work. 
But if it's getting rejected, the computer mm -hmm. can't give itself ideas to put in. The human still has to be like, make it a foggy scenery with mountains in the background, with a monster coming out of the back. Like that's the kind of stuff you type in. You say inspired off of this artist. So you are still, in my mind, anything can be creative. So to me, that is still being creative and part of the creative process by saying, do this, this, and this, because you came up with it, not the computer. The computer was just the tool that did it. Well, then you would be right. I mean, if you want to write an elaborate sentence, you would be creatively writing. Mm -hmm. But the art has nothing to do with that. Again, it's completely separate because you stop, like where your art stops is at the end of that sentence because then the algorithm on the computer takes over. So like, yeah, you can be really fun. You can be very descriptive and use like a lot of adjectives, but the art still is not your art and has nothing to do with your creativity, you know? I disagree. I think it's still creative. I think it's still, I think In it's just... In 2033 when the robots <laughs> are taking over, this one is going to be at the front of it. I'm just saying, I don't think that's any different than music mashing. Because you can't yeah. technically go in there and mash the music yourself, but you can tell the computer, play this track over this. That's the same as telling art, put this scenery over that scenery. But you are hand mixing it. Like you are choosing what parts go where. With AI, you don't choose it. You just say what you want it to do and then it takes over. But if you're saying what part of the song you want to use, mm -hmm. you're saying what part oh, of the, sorry, I'm so oh, what part of the photo do you want to use? I know what you're saying, but if there was like an AI, and I'm sure there is like an AI music mixer or something that would, I would still stand by that. It's the fact that the robot is taking it into the algorithm and then pumping something out like of its <laughs> seemingly of its own accord. Like, I don't fucking know how these robots would work. Um, they, they gotta be stopped, but I see what you're saying, but it's like, I don't think it matters because if you were to me, it's like, if you were to use an iPad to draw, mm -hmm. you are using a machine, but you are doing the art or like if you're reading on a Kindle, like you're still reading someone's creative writing. It's just coming not through paper, but through like a screen. This is different. I think if you were to put because you can do the same thing. You can write stories with AI. You can draw, you can make music with AI. I don't care what the thing is. It's still not the same as like using art or using electronics to make art. It's like the electronic is making all of the art. You just put a sentence in, you know? Mm. Well, and even like ones that are like, okay, I'm putting in this song. Like, um, I don't know, like, uh, Can I Kick It by a Tribe Called Quest. I saw, like, a music video for that. You didn't do anything by saying a Tribe Called Quest, Can I Kick It. Mm -hmm. Like, you're not, so, like, do you see how that's not you doing anything, even though, like, you're typing in words? I think it's still creative. I don't think you can claim... Do you think it's creative to just, like, list a song title? Yeah. I think it can be creative to just list anything in any combination. I think it's a spectrum. I think you can be... <laughs> this is wrong. <laughs> I think it can be creative in any way. And I think you can't be like, here's the line for anything regarding art. I think it's really up to the person. They're like, I felt the most myself when I did this. I was most in yeah. the flow. And that's where I like to live in the art world. But somebody over here is like, oh, I like to make my own paints and do all this and don't have anything involved with the computer. Like, I think it just is up to the person. And I don't think they're going to kick out the artists in the way that people are predicting yeah. I think the field might change. I think a lot of the assets, like, you know, a dumpster, a chair, all this small stuff, maybe AI will start doing it, but that's not where artists really come alive anyway, is doing these small little assets for video games. I think, again, the, the structure might change, the employment might change, but I think artists will become more viable the more AI art is used and recognized. They'll want that special hand touch. So I think it's it all balances out in the end. 
Yeah. Because it has so far with, like, Ubering and stuff. It's not great, but... I don't, but that's... Yeah. I disagree. Totally. On what you're saying. <laughs> like, I... But I, I know what you're saying. Like, I, I hear your argument from it, and, like... Because I always kind of roll my eyes and people are like, the robots are taking your jobs or whatever. I'm like, you're, you'll be fine. And But it's like, I'm not coming at it from, like, an employment stance. I'm saying, like... It's not the end, although I feel nothing when I look at AI art. Like, I truly feel, I feel like the opposite of something. I feel like a Dementor is taking stuff out. Like, oh. it's like a weird, like, I just feel like it's, what's that thing that you always say that's like, it's like almost human, but it's not? The Valley of Uncanny Valley? Oh, yeah. That's how I feel when I look at AI art. Um, but, like, I think that it has nothing to do with employment. And because I think that people will always value artists and, like, History has shown that, like, we will always find a way to make art and to appreciate art. I think it has nothing to do with the end product and everything to do with the process. I think that, like, AI art is stupid because it it takes people out of that flow state. And, like, that's a beautiful place to be. And I think everyone would be better off if they were doing... And not, like, even just, like, painting. Literally anything that you would consider art. And I don't consider watching a robot make art art. Um, do you know... Because you are saying, but, like, how many people do you know that are like lost artists because they've now fallen to the grips of AI. Like, is that what you're scared of? Is people just abandoning art? Because largely I think it's none of our business how people find their creative ventures, you know? I think, what, so you're saying, wait, what was your question? Like when you're saying like you think people should be in the flow and mm -hmm. create and whatever that is, but they need to be creating it. Yeah. Are you seeing a lot of people abandon creativity and just being like, oh, I'm just an AI artist now? Or are you saying the art we take in, you don't want it to be all AI? Oh, I don't think, uh, well, I don't, I don't see a world where all of the art would be AI. Like, I don't see art going away, be, be, becoming obsolete because of this. Mm -hmm. And it's, honestly, it's people like you. Like, it's like people like you that don't create art who, like, wouldn't because you're like, well, AI can just do it. Like, that's what I worry about. It's not, and I'll, I'm not really worried. Like, you'll find it if you want to find it. Or if you don't, you won't and you'll be happy. But, like, I just think that, like, the mindset that you have where it's like, well, the robot can just do it for me. For stuff like checking out your groceries, like, maybe that's fine. But, like, art, I'm like, but it's so meaningful to life just to create something. It doesn't matter what you're creating as long as you are creating. And I think, like, People like you who are like, well, the robot's just going to do it. I think that that's, you're missing out on, like, such a cool part of life is how I feel. Yeah. I but would, you don't think that you are. So, like, it's your life, you know? I would argue, though, that, like, it's just a part. It's like, oh, cool, let me add that to my repertoire of things I like to do. I'm not saying I was going to draw, but now I'm just going to do AI. Yeah. It's just some days I feel like water watercoloring by hand, even though it's so hard. But I feel like having my hand touch that brush, touch the paper, it's like, that's what I'm after. Yeah. Sometimes I was like, I want this image out of my head. Let me do it real quick. I'm like, but are, oh. have you, are you ever going to use an AI robot to make art for you? Not like, wait, what do you mean? Like you're saying like, I just need to, I just need to see it. Are you like, do you use AI or like, would you use AI for that? Yeah. Cause I use Ben for that. <laughs> so and sometimes I just want to see it and I can't see it. So I want to, it's like, ah, oh, okay. I just want to see it on paper. Yeah. I didn't want to create it. I didn't want to, I want to throw it away after I did it. I just want to get it out of my head. You just want to someone to do it for you. Well, doesn't matter if it's a robot or a human. Yeah. Just because it would take me a long time. And it's, if you talk to any artists, it is so frustrating to not be able to get that image on paper. 
that they have. But you're not getting it on paper. <laughs> I am. Other people are getting it, or robots are getting and it for that's you. That's fine because all I wanted it was out. But I'm not saying it takes away any of my artist like tendencies. It's just something I add to the toolbox, you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we're gonna see eye to eye on this one. But I, I'm really fascinated with your opinions on it. Interesting. Okay, that's a great. That was like a real tangent. Yeah. I did not expect you to have so many, or me to have so many opinions on it. I didn't even know I had so many opinions on it. I just, I'll say one last thing. Yeah, go for it. I think, like, I just don't see much, this may be really stupid to say this, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, I know people are fearful or like, I don't want this to happen, but show me when it has, outside of what I've said, show me when it has, and then I'll be like, okay, because so far, most people hate AI art. Most people think it's stupid. Most yeah. people are like, this is dumb. So I'm like, well, that's how much I'll get upset over it then it's this much because that's how much I see it having any effect on our daily lives. Yeah. Famous so last words. Yeah, famous last words. Show but... me when it's a problem. <laughs> Let's just cut the scene right now. And then again, we're going to flash forward to like some dystopian world. The world's on fire. and <laughs> Yeah. Sarah's like, see, we're all fine. And like the I artists think... are just like struggling. I think people like to panic, but I think the world finds balance along the way. I, and, like, you know, there is some truth in the fact that, like, people have fought technology every step of the way. Um, and I often roll my eyes at that, too. Like, I, I do think there's a lot of fear-mongering and, like, the unknown. I just think, like, especially the last couple months, I have just found such um, a lot. Okay, I think her name is Eliza Day on TikTok. Um, she, like, I really, really love her messages. And, like, she does, like, tarot and stuff. Um, but like, she was the one who changed my mind on this. Like she was talking about the fact that like, it does not matter what you create as long as you are creating, like it has zero to do with the end product and everything to do with the process and like your connection to spirit or God or peace or mindfulness. Um, if I'm butchering this, I'm so sorry, but I feel like that was the message that she was giving. Um, but like, that's why I think it's so important. And so like the AI, it's like, it's interesting. I just think that you're robbing yourself or people are robbing themselves of that experience to like get tapped into that. And like, it's such a cool part of life that it bums me out that you would just rather have a robot do it for you or your husband. But I think the, the problem here is that I agree with you and <laughs> <laughs> let's just cut that sound. <laughs> the problem is that I agree. The problem is that I agree with you that creating and getting that flow state is so important. Like, yes, I have been like, Ben, can you just draw this? Because I need to try and... <laughs> That's not flow state, though. Like, let me finish the sentence. Okay. okay. I understand about getting in the flow state. There are times where I say, Ben, can you just draw this for me? Because I'm trying to get this out of my head so I can go on to the next step. It's just something I need to add into this little design that I'm making. I'm mm -hmm. like, sure, this is what you're thinking. I'm like, that was it. Now I can think about how I want to organize the bedroom or the living room or whatever. I'll have them draw sketches. That is completely different from creating. And to me, that's each their own. So if you feel creative using AI and you feel closer to the universe or God or whatever, use AI. I'm not here to tell you how to not get into flow state. Maybe people have different opinions on what that means. Like you can only be creative if, I just don't have that rule. I think anybody can feel creative in anything they do for any reason. Okay. And I will say, if a robot is doing all of the work for you, you're not being creative. <laughs> like, if you did not make that algorithm, because I think that there's beauty in, like, making an algorithm. Like, science is art. Math is art. But if you're just typing in, like, make a music video for this, enter, and the robot does it, I don't think that you're going to find flow state in that. That's my personal opinion. But everyone's entitled to theirs. True. Put her there. 
Great AI conversation. <laughs> Who knew? Neither of us are actual paid artists, but... <laughs> Speak for yourself, I'm a paid artist. <laughs> you don't pay for your artwork? My photography. Oh, I thought you meant, like, drawing. No. Because AI's not art photography. What yet. bitch thing to say? <laughs> None of us are artists, so... I said... You don't was... get an opinion. <laughs> None of us draw for a living, is what I'm trying to say. Because that's what AI is replacing. It's not replacing photography yet. Well, it will. It does everything. AI can write stories. It can paint. Right. I thought we were just talking about AI for drawing artists who get paid for that. Mm. Well, when I become a paid artist for drawing, I'll probably still have the same opinion on AI art. I'll <laughs> still think it's stupid. True. <laughs> okay, what next? Um, oh, do you have any other, like, side talking points? Because I do, before we break into snacks. Oh, no. Go ahead. Okay. So this is what I'm thinking for our end of the year specials. Okay. We're coming up to the end of the year. Um... First year of our podcast. How cute. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we just started at the end, but it's still exciting. Um, okay. So this is what I'm thinking. I want a Christmas break in there somewhere. I'm thinking maybe like the last week of December, we just like take the week off. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would leave one more episode this week. So like we'll record on Thursday and then two more next week. So this is my plan. What do you think? And now this is not for sure. So like calm down if you're watching. We don't know for sure. Um but, like, a normal episode today and Thursday. Or you guys are watching it, like, one behind, but I'm talking about recording. And then next week we do one episode that's, like, the best of 2022. Okay. So all of our favorites. And then for the last episode of the year, I would love, and I would love if our friends could, like, write in some questions, too. What do you think about doing a Hot Ones episode? Like, spicy? Where we get chicken wings. Yeah. Because you can, like, order the Hot Ones. Like, I think you can, like, order a set of their hot sauces. Or we can do, like, friend suggestions. Um, but, like, I want the fucking... I mean, I'm scared. But I want the hot hot sauces. So we have to answer questions. Like, one question per hot sauce. Like, my mouth is watering right now. I'm so nervous. But, like, wouldn't that be so fun for our final episode of the year? I love that. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. So stay tuned. And then after that, we'll probably, like, take a week off and then go back. Um, cause it's Christmas. You gotta take a break sometimes, you know? Yeah. No, that's a really good idea. Mm. I love hot food. Any Christmas stuff happening this week that you've done or you are doing? Uh, no, just Christmas shows that we'll hope, hoping to watch, but. Yeah, I gotta watch a lot. Um, I want to watch Spirited again. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. Oh, I watched the Santa Claus yesterday. Oh, nice. So good. Whenever I think of Spirited, I always think of that horse movie. And I know it's not the one you're talking about. Oh, yeah. Man, you sure bring up horses for a girl who's not a horse girl. <laughs> Did we watch that? Wasn't that, the, like, the, the Palomino horse? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that one. Um, I saw the theme song for, not, what was it called? Like, the, the Pony Girls Club or something? Remember that, like, Australian horse the show? Saddle? Saddle Club! Saddle Club! Yeah! Was that, that a book series? Wait, no, I think we're, oh, was it the TV show? It was, like, those three Australian girls. Oh, okay. I thought it was based, like, I thought it was, like, Babysitter's Club books turned into a show. I can't remember. But, yes, I remember that show. Oh, love that show. And then what was the one? It was, like, Caitlin's Way. Oh, my God, yeah. She was, like, super into horses, too. Like, <laughs> I love horses. into horses. Yeah. <laughs> I remember she was so edgy. I know. Okay, you ready to bust some snacks? Oh, yeah, let's do it. I'm starving. We have to eat before we record. All right, you go first. Okay. Don't grab a coffee this time. I know. I think I should grab those snacks again. Oh, they're so good, well, though. Whatever. Do, we'll it. do it. That's a different one. I think it's olives. Oh, roasted olive oil. Okay, that's pretty oh, good. Oh, yum. Olive oil seaweed. I'm excited. Try yours. Huh. Um... <laughs> 
Okay, this I think this is some kind of biscuit. I can't actually tell. But it says, have a good life with the butter waffles of Crown. Okay, okay. so butter waffle, <laughs> let's go. So Sarah's a savory, mine is sweet. Oh, snap, it's like waffle cone pieces. Oh, it's like, oh, delicious. No, it's not like scoop waffle because there's nothing inside. It's like not two layers. Okay. It literally just looks like a like a cracker of a um, waffle. Should we let's do savory first? Yeah. Okay. Here you go. Thank you. This is the olive oil one. Cheers. Cheers. Still didn't look me in the eye. <laughs> we can't take you to a bar. Oh. Oh, delicious as always. I needed some of those because I was having rice earlier. I'm a seaweed. What do you think? Kimchi one, olive oil one. Kimchi. Kimchi for sure. Olive oil just tastes like regular seaweed. It just tastes like a little greasier. Yeah. All right, waffle. Cheers me. Nice! Did it. Mmm. <laughs> it's like a not sweet waffle cone. Yeah. It's, mm, it's, okay, it's a little sweet at the end. Yeah. But very <laughs> mild. Yeah, our snacks here are so sweet. I'm like, it doesn't taste like anything. <laughs> Eating international snacks really makes me realize how much sugar we pump into our stuff. Oh my god, yeah. Mmm. That's pretty good. Some milk. Pretty good. I like it sweeter. I love it. It's American. <laughs> America. America. Delish. I don't like that I like it sweeter, but I do. I, and I don't like that I'm the girl It's like, it's not too sweet. <laughs> Can't believe I'm that girl now, but it, I am. Oh. Not bad. I like those, uh, sa I love savory snacks, though. That's where it's at for me. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Okay. Question time. All right, let's bust into some questions. See, this is where we would do, like, a transition song. <sighs> yeah. You want to freestyle it? I'm going to drop a beat. Do it. No. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> would you ever rap? I would. And I do. Nice. Not, I don't like rap my own raps. <laughs> is that what 8 Mile's about with Eminem? <laughs> I gotta watch that. I feel like I'd like that. I feel like I hadn't watched that. I'd really too hard. I'd be like, fuck, I'm gonna be a rapper. Sometimes I see someone feeling like living their dreams. I'm like, that's my dream. I'm like, nope, you're just that's caught up in the moment. That's my dream too. I'd be a rapper. Okay. See, I wrote down these questions, but it is dark in this corner, so it's kind of hard to see. It's dark over here. All right. If you had a room, question number one, if you had a room filled with everything you've ever lost, what would you be most excited to find? Right. You first or me first? You go first. Okay. So I feel like Cameron's going to get annoyed at me for saying this, but... Okay, I guess. Yeah. Actually, I have no idea. <laughs> up until last week, <clears throat> I'd only lost one thing in my life that I can remember. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. I know. But also not if you know Sarah. I have... Uh, and actually, I lost two things in the last, like, I don't know, two years is all. <laughs> one of them was in a move. But I've never lost anything. Okay. So, but... One thing I did lose was this little hummingbird I got, like, in honor of our, of Tana, our Oh, aunt. okay. Um, and I lost it in the move. When... Was it the thing that was, like, a pole? Uh, like, a, sorry, a light switch pole thing? Oh, no. Not that one? Okay. Yeah, I so I was like, I've definitely seen that somewhere. I remember that thing, though. Mm -hmm. um, no, I got it from, like, Winco or something, and it was, like, oh. right after her aunt passed, and it was, like, so pretty and all the colors she loved, and I bought it. And I was like, when I move, I'm going to put this up. And then we moved, and I can't find it so i think i left it oh dang but the other one is i lost last week my um little ring my it was a very cheap wedding band that i had on was it your sport ring um no it was a little gold one i just got from etsy as like a placeholder oh okay and it was so tiny and i put it in my pocket 
Because, like, even your fingers fall in the morning. I'll yeah. I'll around later. And then I just, it fell out somewhere. And I, dang. I haven't found it. Well, your ring that you're wearing now is gorgeous. Thank you. This is, like, the main one. But. I love it. Um, does that have, like, a band on it, too? Or, like, were you wearing the gold as, like, a wedding band or, like, engagement? Yeah. So, usually I just wear this one if I, like, go out. Because mm -hmm. it's kind of bulky. But I wear the small one just all the time. Because mm -hmm. this one catches on stuff. Oh, okay. So, but now I just wear this now. I really want to get myself, when I was graduating college, I wanted to get myself a diamond ring. Um, or, like, a, some kind of gemstone ring. I really like, like, sunstones and turquoise. Because um, I, like, wasn't sure when I was going to get married. And now I really don't know when I'm going to get married. Um, but I, like, still want to get myself a nice ring, you know? It just feels comforting to have on. Yeah. And, like, you know, I want to, like, stare at my ring finger. I guess I could put it on any finger. But, like, I just, I don't think that you need a partner for that. I'm like, I want a nice rock on my hand, you know? Like, I want to break my finger with a rock. Um, but, yeah, I like, is it? Is it moissanite? Is that the thing that looks like a diamond? Or morganite? Yes. I think morganite is like a pink stone. Moissanite is what looks like a diamond. Right. I love moissanite so rings. sparkly. They look like fat-ass diamonds that are like a fifth of the price. Yeah. Um, and they're stunning. Like, you, oh my god, you could just get like a big old one carat. God, now I'm like looking at my hand. I'm like, <laughs> I want a rock on it. I really should do that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> get a PS5 and then a rock on my hand <laughs> and be single forever. <laughs> What about you? Would you be excited to find? My iPod Classic. Oh, oh if I could find that, my God, I would be so happy. Um, I still feel like it's going to find its way back into my life. I just have a feeling. But, like, dude, my iPod Classic, white iPod Classic from high school, mm. that shit was packed with goodness. And we're talking lime wire cuts you can't get anywhere else. <laughs> DJ mashups of DJs that don't even exist anymore, like, don't make music anymore. Like, just every nostalgic song ever. Also, like, what was so fun about LimeWire is, like, you'd be playing your iPod, and then, like, one song would be quiet, and the next would break your eardrums. <laughs> That's or right. it'd be, like, that one clip where it's, like, I did not have sexual relations with that <laughs> woman. <laughs> that, like, Bill Clinton, like, spam we all got. Um, yeah, I just, I think about that iPod all the time. I'm always on the search for it. So, if, if anyone sees it, let me know. <laughs> it was white. It was pretty big. Um, yeah, that music. Ugh good stuff do you remember the like mp3 players we got like right before then yes i just those like that older technology i was more excited for that than i was for anything following it with like the new iphones or whatever yeah it was like getting the first like our um lg phones yes the lg envy oh delicious the slide up one that was the no that was like the flip up one with our it was our first qwerty keyboard phone oh, yes i literally this is so embarrassing i was um so i was like a christian growing up and we got the phones, and I remember I was, like, 14 years old. I fantasized about this phone. Like, when you were 14 and at a millennial, like, having a phone was a big deal. Yeah. Um, and we switched to Verizon, and all our friends were on Verizon, so we could, like, talk after 9 o'clock for free. Like, it was so exciting. <laughs> I still racked up that phone bill. It's like, let's do so. Um, but I remember, like, driving one day home from, like, tennis practice, and I asked my mom, I'm like, can I bring my LG MV into heaven? Like, when I die, does God let you bring phones in? And she was like, I don't think you're going to want it if you're dead. I'm like, speak for yourself. I want that fucking phone. It's not a no. Glued to my ear. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I do miss, I miss the novelty of a new phone. It's like, now it's like, oh, great. I get another iPhone that's like an inch bigger. Yeah. And like, it, it just looks the same. There's no buttons or anything cool. There's no charms anymore. No cell phone charms. Like, no bedazzling. Nothing fun. Nothing mm -hmm. cool. Um, and it's like, and if you don't have an iPhone, like, you suck. You know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, man, I had a friend get really mad at me the other day for, like, joking about iPhones. Like, it was... He spicy. really went off. 
Yeah, I'm whatever. There was a, I was like, I don't want to have this conversation with you right now. Um, but like, I just, and also, I, I'm aware that I'm in an abusive relationship with iPhones. Like, who doesn't fucking give you a charger when they sell you a phone? Like, fuck, I hate iPhones so much, but I love them. So like, so convenient. I just miss having the LG Envy and like having cool phones to pick from. But yes. also, if you see me in heaven with an LG Envy, <laughs> mind your business. <laughs> Actually, you'll probably be a sidekick. Probably. Nice. <laughs> or a pink razor. That was mine. That was my favorite phone ever. My palms are sweating thinking about that razor. With the clicks, the keyboard. Oh my god, I just wanted to be like, flip what? You know? <laughs> Not that I've ever answered my phone that way. <laughs> Alright, question number two. Um, what are your top three bucket list items? Okay. Um, to go to Harry Potter World. Nice. In LA, right? Or Orlando? Both. Okay. I want to hit both. Orlando yeah, first, and then LA. Um... Oh, own property in multiple locations, so I can cool. always chase, like, the winter feeling or go to, like, the city and go stay in an apartment, but it's, like, the nice part of the city, you know? Yeah. You're, like, the opposite of a snowbird. You, yeah. like, chase the snow. Chase the snow. I think it'd be fun to, like, be in New York for winter and go shopping. Yeah. So. And then on horse. <laughs> oh, on God horse. damn it. <laughs> She's bad. You're a horse girl. <laughs> I am never going to hear that you're not a horse girl. That you want to own a horse? Own a horse that's on your bucket list? Yeah, so bad. That's really sweet. I'm going to go riding around with it and like take a lunch and just go into the mountains and go riding. That sounds so peaceful. What kind of horse do you want? Um, do you have like a breed? No, I don't know about the breeds, but I want a giant one. I could see you with an Arabian. Those are just skinny small ones, I think. No. Aren't Arabians like the big ass black ones that are like, they're like Clydesdales in sports mode, I think. They're like the ones that rich people breed. Oh. Honestly, horses are just rich people things now. Yeah. Oh, dude. Would you write English or Western? Western. Hell yeah. When I do Western now, like, maybe, like, well, hunt up for a couple of years, when I go to, um, that place, Royal Ridges, mm -hmm. I still try and ride English, because that's how we were, like, Yeah, we were, like, taught to ride on English, but we love Western. It's so much more comfortable. Dude, our mom was, um, a barrel racer. Yeah. I, yeah, I wanted to be a jockey really bad when I was a kid. Oh, that's so cool. But you have to be really little. Like, you have to be, like, short and tiny. Yeah. Um, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not tall, but I'm not tiny. Um, that's cool, though. Yeah. Nice. What about you? Um, also live in New York. Oh. Well, it's not, I guess it's not the same as yours, but, like, I, at some point in my life, want to live in New York. Even if it's for, like, six months. Um, I think what I kind of actually really want to do in my 30s is take a season in New York, and I want it to be Christmas. So this is my goal. Fly in in November. Like, move in November. Do the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Mm -hmm. Enjoy all of Christmas at, like, Rockefeller Center. Go ice skating. Go see all the lights and everything. Um, New Year's Eve in Times Square. And then fly out right after New Year's. Fine. Would mm -hmm. you go somewhere, like, really warm? Like, <laughs> yes. tropical after that? I would literally get out of New York and, like, land in Mexico or something. Nice. Because <laughs> um, I hate the cold. So, like, it is... But I've heard New York in the summer is, like, miserable. Because it's, like, smelly and hot. But I don't know. I feel like I kind of love it. Something about the... <laughs> I love sweating. So, like... I feel like I would just love walking around sweaty in the evening in New York. Okay. You know what made me want to do that was um, the movie The Wackness. Oh. They're just... Because I... This is the thing. I watch... It's like True Blood. True Blood and The Wackness I watched in the same summer when I was like 17. Um, both are in very hot places and like very like sexy and sweaty. And I think that shaped my brain. I was like, <laughs> I like sexy, sweaty, cool people. And so like I want to live in Louisiana and I want to live in New York. I will say read through those... Um... Cookie Static House. Yeah, I'm like, books are so south good. sounds nice. <laughs> yeah, it does. I really want, like, a big wraparound porch in Louisiana. Yeah. Um, did you like Louisiana when we were there? Like, the would you ever live there? 
No. I didn't like the heat. I felt like I was suffocating. Yeah, you do not like that. <clears throat> like a little bit felt harder to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Honestly, yeah, that that is good. And the bugs are so big. Oh my god, that's so crazy. Did you like it though? Mm -hmm, I loved it. I can picture Louisiana. Yeah, I've always wanted to live in Louisiana for a bit too. Um, okay, my other two things. One, go to EDC. Uh, which is the Electric Daisy Carnival. It's like a giant rave, like a weekend-long rave. Um, I wanted to go since I was, like, 14. Also, like, did I tell you I want to get into raves? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I, I was always, like, really scared of raves. Like, I was fascinated by them, but I was scared of them. Um, just because, like, there's a lot of, um, like, drugs. I love pot, but, like, there's a lot of, like, intense drugs that were very scary and intimidating, and I was like, I don't really want to be a part of it. Um, but now I'm like, I really do just want to go and dance. Like, I, and I was, my friend Megan was like, oh my God, cause she wants to go. Um, and she was like, I can be your rave mom and like show you around. Which, like, I've always wanted a rave family. So like, I'm really excited to like get into that world. Um, so yeah, go to EDC, live in New York. And then to no one's actually, they probably don't know about this, but you know about this. Swim with sharks. That <laughs> is, I want to swim with great white sharks and I want to swim with whale sharks, but also many other sharks like because great whites you got to be in a cage mm -hmm. i mean i'd be fine without it if i died by a shark i'd be so happy you could oh my god listen if i ever get killed by a great white throw me a jaws funeral okay i will <laughs> i just saw jaws for the first time a couple months ago it's so good but she went the way she wanted to yeah exactly so it's, like, it's like when a soldier dies in battle and like i died at the hands of a great white like that's exactly how i want to go um you can even like recreate jaws at the funeral like put like a big like shark around my casket it'd be hilarious like maybe like laughing all the way to the, the end you know um so swim with sharks for sure um whale sharks are my favorite animal actually fuck i don't know if it's whale sharks or great whites now um, but then I would also like to be exposed to sharks because whale sharks are like fish. They're not going to hurt you. Um, but like actual dangerous sharks, I would love to be like surrounded by, um, Ooh. oh, and stingrays. Great, great, great. Love them. So yeah, swim with sharks, live in New York, go to the electric daisy carnival. Wow. That sounds My thirties are going to be lit. I'm going to do all that this decade. <laughs> Watch. There was a weird span of time, like two years ago where... You didn't go down, like, uh, YouTube rabbit holes. Uh -huh. It was, like, what's in my, like, EDC bag? What's my rave bag? And all these girls would show what they would bring to their raves. Mm -hmm. and I like, never wanted to go to a rave. I don't, I mean, maybe I'd go, but I was really interested in what they brought in their bags. Yeah. But then I also watch, like, stewardesses and <laughs> pilots. I love it. what's in my bag. It doesn't matter what your job is. I'm like, what the fuck is in your purse? So that's my knowledge about raves, what these girls brought in their bags. But nice. they seemed very prepared, and they were adorable bags. Oh, my God. So. That's, like, the cutest holographic glitter stuff. Yeah. Everyone's got, like, water deodorant, all the cool stuff. <laughs> Um, yeah. Okay. What's the most useless fact you know? You have to answer first because I want to eat this wall. <clears throat> okay. Um, cats like to be scratched. A little spot in front of their ear. Aww. That's where their scent glands are. So they love, like... No wonder but... little Jackie loves that. <laughs> they, like, headbutt you. I've heard why they do it because they rub their scent on you. That's so cute. I'm not a cat person. Though, so that's why it's kind of useless. But if you like cats... You're not a cat person? I don't like... I like Jack. But don't like Watch cats. your mouth with your nephew. <laughs> you don't like... Yeah. I don't like cats. Really. Doesn't like cats, doesn't like art. But <laughs> keep an eye out for the soulless one. Um, will you tell the world what you said about this question right before we recorded? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it was like, what uh, what useless fact? I was like, I don't have all my facts are super useful. <laughs> she literally like dead ass was like, but all my facts are useful. That's like, why I learned them. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> the whole things I don't need in here. So but right. I was like, oh, I guess cats are. They You're like just fun, fun, fun today. <laughs> I do love you. I'm picking on you, but I love you. Okay. Um, my most useless fact is 
that hurricanes named after women are more deadly than hurricanes named after men. Right. This fact fucking infuriates me, but I do think it's hilarious. Um, so there was this study. I don't know what book it's from, uh, but there was a study done. I think it's it's like a high amount too. It's like so like if you say like Hurricane Edna or whatever, there it's something like thirty percent more deadly. And this is the reason. It's because as a society, we do not take women as seriously as we do men. So we don't think it's as big of a threat. It's like, oh, Hurricane Ida, okay. But it's like, Hurricane Charlie's coming. <laughs> so everyone panics when it's the man. Um, and you might be like, Kimmy, you're pulling that out of your ass. No. They have studied it over decades. Every fucking time it's named after a girl, it is more deadly. And it's the same size. Same size. Males. <laughs> yeah. Even if the, the one is like technically more dangerous, there's higher fatalities because people aren't taking it seriously. Um, and originally, hurricanes were only named after women. And they were named after women because of their, like, flighty temper temperament. And they're like, oh, they're so hot and cold, just like a hurricane. Like, they're so crazy. <laughs> so that's a fun fact. Super sexist fact. Um, but also just, like, an interesting commentary on the world. That, but see, this is why I said that statement earlier. I think that's a useful fact. Because okay. now I learned to take hurricanes, you know, the same. Like, never questioned or anything. Okay. I guess it is useful. Um, but I just think it's, like... You know, it's not like how to start a fire in the rain kind of thing. Oh, I see. Okay. Oh my God. Can I just say like, I'm getting, I've had this like pain in my back. Ouch. <laughs> my hypochondria is going crazy today. <laughs> I'm like, I haven't WebMD'd anything, but like. Good job. I feel like I'm dying. I get like pains in my back, my chest, and it's like air bubbles. Okay. I'm not dying. No, it's always oh. in my back. It's like your upper mid back. It's like my shoulder blade. Yeah, that's where gas bubbles are. Like air bubbles. It's not like lung cancer. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. It's not. <laughs> oh, okay. I have to like do some meditation. Honestly, this. like walking helps. Like move your body. Get the yeah. The also, I haven't worked out in like two days, so like that could be. It. I haven't been stretching. When I'm like stiff at work and like just staring at the computer, I get like the worst like pain in my chest and back. So I'm okay. Just, like, stressed. Also, like it could just be a pulled muscle. You know? Yeah. My brain just goes to worst case scenario all the time. Okay. Thanks. Um. All right. What is one small change you made that had a much larger impact than you had anticipated? Uh, for mine, it's the five-second rule. Oh, great. Tell people what that is. So, I don't know how best to explain it, but it's basically like you have to do whatever you need to do within five seconds. Like, you have to start it. Mm -hmm. And others, I think there's a lady who wrote a book about it and all that stuff. Mel Robbins. Yeah. But I kind of just sit there and like, okay, you get five seconds to rest. And at the end of five seconds, you get up and do whatever you didn't want to do. So, chores, nice. homework whatever so I count to five and get up and do it and that has like phenomenal success I know it sounds stupid but you can be like okay well at least I have to open my computer yeah to do that. Or, like, I have to like open the dishwasher and then be like I can put one plate away and just keep doing that five seconds over and over yeah so good that's yeah. awesome that's a really good rule because plus it just like gets you out of that like decision fatigue or mm -hmm. just like analysis what is it like analysis paralysis they say paralysis by analysis <clears throat> yeah it's like you're when you're frozen and like overwhelmed just get up and start. Mm -hmm. Good advice. Um, also, it's so funny that that actually works on humans. It's like when you can't, like when you're like one, two to little kids. So like, check, check, check. Like same <laughs> as an adult. It's like if I count down from five, I don't know. It's only me at the end of one, but like I'm still freaking out. <laughs> um, mine is feeling my feelings. Um, and I used to hate when people say that. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? But like, I like. Okay, I had a therapist explain this to me, like, years ago, um, and it, it, like, clicked in my brain, and it has changed my life dramatically. Um, so, like, what he said, because I used to have, like, anxiety attacks every single day, panic attacks, like, it was really bad, 
And he, I had this therapist, I only had him for a few weeks. I was like transitioning from one therapist to another. And like, I didn't stay with this guy, but he was amazingly helpful. Um, and he was like way too chill. Like he was just like, <laughs> I was like, I feel like you should be a little more alert in your chair. Like when we're talking, like he was just super laid back. And I was like, I just want this guy's energy. Like it's amazing. And it's so like calming. Um, and he was saying that like he rides anxiety attacks like a roller coaster and he like looks forward to anxiety attacks because he's like, I'm about to like go on an adventure. And I was like, you're fucking high, dude. Like I was like, this guy's a nutcase. Um, and then he taught me like this trick and I went home and I literally came back the next week and I was like, I don't think I need therapy anymore. Like done. Ten, like five years of therapy under my belt. We're good. Like you've, you've cured me, sir. Um, and so like, I'm going to explain to you what this is and like, it's, it's so fun. Okay. So first thing you have to know is that no feeling, like no emotion, if you actually sit down and feel it, will last you more than 90 seconds. Like it truly cannot last more than 90 seconds. Um, and I know what you're thinking like, oh, I was heartbroken over next for 10 years. Yeah, bitch, because you didn't feel it. Like, because you just stuffed it down and stuffed it down. So like, think of some, okay, think of a hard emotion for you. Like getting cut off in traffic, like anger. Okay, perfect example. So Sarah gets cut off in anger, um, or gets cut off in traffic and she's angry. And she's like, I'm not angry, whatever. I gotta let it go. I gotta let it go. What you should actually do, or like what is really helpful if it's something that like really sets you off, is just to sit in silence and like I like to put my hand on my body or like my heart or my stomach or something and then just sit with it and then feel it as hard as you can. So like close your eyes and be like, I'm so pissed off. I'm seeing red. And just start to like feel where it feels in your body, in your chest, in your head, anything. And like I can almost promise you it won't even last the full 90 seconds and then see where you are after that. And so like, I do that with anxiety attacks. If I'm like, if I'm about to have an anxiety attack, like I just take myself to another room, sit down for a minute and a half, feel it. And then I can like kind of breathe through it. Um, like the physical sensations of where it is kind of thing. Yeah. So like I get, um, like really like tight chest feeling. Like I get like my, it feels like my throat is locking up and like, and then that sets off a multitude of things. Cause you're like feeling like you can't breathe even though you can. Um, and so I just think like, okay, my throat was really tight. Like my tight, my chest is beating. Uh, my palms are sweating. Like I feel irritable. And and like, also try not to just like, try not to put any words to it as much as like feelings. So don't be like, okay, I'm mad because he cut me off. Um, and I'm late to my doctor's appointment. So this just be like, it's in my chest. It's in my head. It's in my heart, wherever. It almost said, but it's in my butt and I'm pissed. <laughs> um, if that's where you feel your anger, I, that's fine. Um, but like you just sit and you feel it for as long as you can and then like you will pretty much immediately be out of it. And like, of course you might still be like pissed off about it or anxious, but it's not going to have that like searing blindness. Um, and that is something that like, I, I'm not kidding you guys. I used to have daily anxiety attacks. Like I could feel my heart beating out of my chest. I know. I mean, I have anxiety attacks, but like, they're so few and far between. And then when they happen, I genuinely look forward to them. Because like I'm like, <laughs> let's go. Like we're about to rev up. And like, I know I'm going to be over this in a few minutes. So that's my tip. It has changed my life. Maybe it will change yours too. I get it. Feel your feelings. I was like, duh, that's all you do. But when I heard you explain it from the therapist, yeah. I was like, oh, well, why don't they say that? Yeah. <laughs> the way he explained it, I was like, I, I had been in therapy for years. And I was like, that makes more sense than anything I've ever heard in therapy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, oh, we're flying through. Actually, we're not. We're doing like. This is going to be a nice long episode. Okay. What would you like to accomplish before the year is over? Okay. I would like to read one more book. Oh, good. Wait, so, which book? 
I have a couple. Um, I love your. We're looking at her bookshelf. She has so many good books. Oh, there's. Um, I want to read like the fifth season or the that one that mm-hmm, the N.K. Jemison one. Um, there's a lot of books I've started, so I just want to. I like reading a ton of books at one time mm-hmm. and kind of leapfrogging them. So I want to finish one good book. Maybe the Raven Boys series. I have one more book to finish. Nice. So Raven Boys. Who's cycle. that guy again? Maggie Stiebotter. Oh yeah. Oh, I met her. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, really nice. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, she was the one who taught me that that book, The Horses Are Pronounced Kapalushka. Oh. It's like a, I was like, I, it, it's like a Russian name. It's like these horses that come out of the water. It was like a fantasy book. And I was like, I've been pronouncing that wrong the whole time. She was so <laughs> nice, too. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so I want to read one more book. Because I read more than I thought I would this year. And I just want to, like, finish out on a strong note. Nice. So. I can't wait to hear how that N.K. Jemison book is. It's so good so far. It's fantasy, right? Yeah, but yeah. my first kind of intro into fantasy, and I love it. Is it high fantasy? I don't know. Is it? Does it feel um, digestible, or yes. is it like okay? So it's probably not super high fantasy. It's not like the ones in Future King. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, good. Anything else? I uh, know that's the thing I want to publish. Oh, pop my lung cancer. <laughs> oh, I hate having that sounds like air bubbles. That's what it feels like to me. Like you can't escape it. It's not even. It doesn't feel like an air bubble. It almost feels like a pulled thing. But like I was dating someone one time who had a collapsed lung for like weeks, and he didn't know. <laughs> and like I'm always scared that's gonna happen. But you would probably know. You'd be like out of breath a lot. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I do cardio every day, so I'm fine. Okay. <sighs> wash it off. Wash it off. <laughs> okay. Um, I have two things. One, <laughs> going to be using computers to make art. I would like to make my first mashup. Ooh. Yes. Okay, so I'm like, I'm on a DJ journey. Um, you might have heard a couple episodes back. I'm putting <laughs> out in the world that someday I will DJ with DJ Polly D. Um, but I'm on a DJing journey, I've decided. So, I and I, you know, I'd love to be selling out EDC right now, but we got to start with learning how to do a DJ thing. <laughs> so, like, and also, I'm... I just want to make a mashup. Um, so that's my goal. So like learn how to do audio mixing. Um, and I think that I'm, I'm putting it on a pedestal. It doesn't need to be, I don't think it's going to be as hard as I think. Also, I was like, Sarah, I was like, Oh, but it's so hard to get into DJing. Like it's so confusing. It's so technical. And then I saw a TikTok like minutes later of like a five-year-old doing a full DJ set with like a whole <laughs> setup. And I'm like, you know what? That was what I needed to see. I need to shut up and just get started. Um, okay. And then also this is a little fun. I want to kiss somebody. Ooh. Yeah. So, um, as you guys know, I'm single. Remember how I put out that shout out that the holidays are coming and like, you have to make me your girlfriend. <laughs> literally nobody has yet, which is crazy. Like I literally put it on the internet, but, um, anyway, but I don't have a specific person. Like I have a couple people that I could, um, or maybe someone will surprise me. Like maybe it'll be someone I didn't expect, but like I'm dipping my toe back in the dating scene. And so I think I would like to kiss someone before the year is up. Because it has been so long. <laughs> I've been so single for a while. And like I've mentioned, I didn't I didn't want anything. And I don't even know if I want a relationship. I just like, I just want to kiss somebody, man. I miss it. So I'm getting back out there. Putting that out there. Putting that out there. I'm going to have a mashup, and then I'm going to have a face mashup. <laughs> that would be so, I love the end of the year um, mashups you used to show me that DJs would do. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, who's that guy? DJ Earworm, who does like the every year a mashup. That would be so great. Mm-hmm. All right. What about yourself is completely different than 10 years ago? Or different now than it was 10 years ago? I want to go first? Sure. Um, okay, my spirituality. So I, 10 years ago, I was 20. Um, and I was a Christian. Because <laughs> I remember crying everything I was going to go to hell. <laughs> um, <Sucks. laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it really did suck. <laughs> so happy I'm not 20 anymore. Um, but like, I, so I was a Christian. I believed in God. I was like starting to not. I was like definitely leaning out. Um, but I was still having like the whole like, am I going to hell for loving who I love or for not waiting till marriage? That kind of stuff. Um, and like right around the time I was maybe like 21, 22-ish, I kind of started to like dip into atheism. Um, and you know what's so funny? I was... The whole thing that brought because now okay now I'll say I believe in God I but I don't believe in religion um I just believe in a higher power and like as I mentioned I think we are God <laughs> like I think we're all like we're all one it's God and then like we're like little droplets in the ocean that's my belief um could be totally wrong I don't care what you believe just like don't don't make anybody else believe what you believe like nobody has to think what I think but anyway I was like an atheist for years in the middle there um, also because I learned about evolution. <laughs> It was alarmingly late, you guys. I mean, I knew what evolution was, but, like, my when I took bioanthropology in college, and they, like, thoroughly... And my teacher even said, like, I know a lot of you guys have been raised, like, in religions, and, like, this might be not what you've been told, but, like, please hear us out. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. If somebody would have explained this to me, like, even middle school, I would have been like, well, then Christianity is not my answer. Um, but, like, we all learn things when we learn them. So, like... I became an atheist and then I really, really wanted to get into Satanism um, because like I learned about Satanism. Uh, last podcast talked a lot about it, you know, and um, I was like super down for it. And everyone's like scared of it. Can you just like fucking read Satanist rules? Like their <laughs> 10 commandments are literally like protect children, protect animals, let people have bodily autonomy. Like it's all like the stuff that you probably believe in. Um, but it was the thing that it was an organized religion. So I was like, I don't want to be Satanist because, like, I don't like any religion. And, like, that's technically a religion. Um, so then I was just kind of, like, out in the middle of nowhere. Um, but I, I I, do think, honestly, like, Satanism is kind of what brought me back around to, like, believing in God. Um, and, like, I just found my way through, like, spirituality. And so now I am, I guess I'm kind of in the same spot because I believe in God. But, like, I believe in God in a totally different way than I did when I was 20. Um, and as always, like, whatever you want to believe is totally cool, but I just think, like, my view on the world and, like, what happens when you die is completely different than it was 10 years ago, and, like, oh, thank God, because <laughs> now I can be gay and, like, you know, not think I'm going to hell. Yeah. So, yeah. I thought, it seems like a great time to go through that transition, too. Oh, your 20s. Mm-hmm. They're just gonna teach you everything, you know? <laughs> and it's so funny, too, because, like, I don't know, I just... Now, I also used to have a very low tolerance for Christian. I, I kind of still do. I'm going to be honest. I get really mouthy with Christians. Um, but, like, I've had some eye-opening conversations with friends, and I'm kind of like, okay, I see where you're coming from. And, like, my number one rule is sit down and just, like, break bread with somebody who you don't agree with. Um, politically, religiously, whatever. Even if you think you can't even find an ounce of commonality between you two, sit down, break bread, have coffee, and, like, find some common ground because people will surprise you. And like, sometimes you have more in common than you think. And like with the world right now, anywhere that you can find commonality and connection, like cling on dearly for it, you know? Yeah. Cause the other is so dangerous and it's, yeah. you know, it's the easiest way to dehumanize people. Oh yeah. Just, you know, not see eye to eye. Yeah. But yeah. So that's fine. That's great. That's a big one. Yeah. What about you? Um, having a present mindset. So, mm. It's kind of generic way to say it, or vague way, but um, when I was in my early 20s, I was so preoccupied, like, in the moment with what other people were feeling, or how I looked, or how I sounded, or whatever, that I would go through an event and be like, I don't know what happened, I almost blacked out, I was so, like, you know, 
looking outside. Yeah. It's like I had a, like a moment to think. Um, but now, 10 years later, I feel like when I go into a situation, I feel a lot more in control. And I feel like, even if it's kind of like a nervous or like an exciting event I'm going to, I feel like I can hear myself think. And I feel yeah. like I'm more present. And I feel like if someone asks me a question, it's not just like, you know, water, like that roar in your ear. <laughs> yeah. sound. It's like, I can be like, oh, let me think about that on the spot. And it used to be really hard for me because I was very much a people pleaser and, you know. No, that's so good. Yeah, so just being present and, like, being able to hear myself think in, like, situations. You do seem to, like, you take a long time to answer now. Mm-hmm. Where, like, before you would just, like, say something, like, just to be, like, make somebody else feel comfortable. But I feel like you, you're very sure of yourself and, like, your answers now. Thanks. It's, yeah, it's all about, like, I don't know what changed. I think just, like, experiencing enough stuff. Yeah. Where I was like, that was annoying. I wish I would have thought about that a bit more. And now taking a breath, taking five, like sometimes I'll just count to five to just calm down. Like five is just a really good number. It's better than three because it gives you a little more time. Yeah, but yeah. that's a good thing. Five second roll. Five second roll. I love that. Okay, now what is the same from 10 years ago? So same question, but like what is exactly the same from 10 years ago? I want to know yours. <laughs> I am so messy. <laughs> like I'm not, I mean not as like, you know, well sometimes I'm messy in like my personal life, but like I am just a messy person, and I I think I always thought I would grow out of that at some point, <laughs> that I would, like, always have a perfectly clean space, um, but I absolutely don't. But the, the difference is now is, like, it doesn't stay messy. So I'm still kind of a tornado. Like, if I'm getting ready to go out, I'm a fucking tornado of destruction. <laughs> like, I make a mess everywhere, makeup everywhere, clothes everywhere. Um, but now it's, like, I... I view it as, like, a self-love thing to keep my space clean and, like, a self-respect thing. And so, like, I'll say stuff like, oh, I respect my space, so I keep it clean. Like, I'll say those, like, little mantras um, to get myself to clean. So I'm still, at my core, a messy person. And, like, <laughs> by your 30s, I don't know if you could ever change that. I'm sure you can, but, like, I'm still kind of messy. But my toolbox for it now is really good. And, like, if I make a mess, I don't leave a mess. Like, my room when I was, like, younger used to get so messy. It was, like the worst. I was so bad at taking care of myself. And now it's like, it gets messy, but I know how to immediately clean it up. I just, it's a battle that I fight all the time. And like, I just know I'm going to have to be like picking up my space constantly. So still messy, but I'm like, I'm better at picking up the mess now. I love seeing that change though, where it's like, it's still you at your core. Mm -hmm. It's just you experiencing it in your thirties. How does that look versus when you're in your twenties? And there's no shame now. Cause like, that's the thing too, is like when it gets bad, it's like, Shame only makes it worse, and you only feel worse about yourself. So now I'm kind of like, oh, Kimmy. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'll just turn around. I'm like, I blacked out, and, like, my makeup is all over this room. Um, but it takes me five minutes to pick up now, where it used to be, like, two days of deep cleaning to get my stuff in order. So messy, but a little bit better about it. <laughs> I used to love hanging out with you when you, like, reorganize your room. Oh, yeah. So you do, you're the girl who just sits on the bed and just, like, talks. Eat snacks. It's your thing where you're like, I want to be where you're yeah. working, but I don't want to be working. <laughs> That's working. you, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so mine that hasn't changed is never wanting events to end. So oh, okay. when I was young, I was like, never want to lead the sleepover. I never wanted to, you know, when I was a family, I never wanted the night to end. I was yeah. like, one more thing, one more thing. Like, I always want to stay out. That has not changed. Yeah. Like, even if I'm out with Ben and we're going shopping and I'm like, can we go to Starbucks? He's like, yeah, like, can we go to Barnes Noble? Like, I just <laughs> never want a hangout to end. Yeah. No matter what it is. But it's like, so that's still there. 
but I now have kind of, I guess, tricked myself into being like, but now you get to go start being at home. So you get to get into pajamas. You get to, oh, like, fun. have a fun, like, nighttime coffee, watch a show, and spend to give you a foot rub. Like, yeah. you, know, you start thinking of all the stuff waiting for you. Like, romanticizing, like, your life at home, too. Yeah. Oh. Or when the event ends. Or, you know, if, like, I'm leaving an event with friends and Ben and I are going home, I'm like, well, let's go do something ourselves. So yeah. it's kind of like creating something to go to. Nice. So I love that. That you... Sarah really, she's dead ass about that too. Like, even holidays, like, if you like spend the night and you're like there, you still don't want to go home. I don't want to go home. I love hanging out people. So, yeah, cool. That is, that's good. And that's like a cool quality, quality to have. Oh, can I share one thing? Mm-hmm. I saw this TikTok this week and this girl was saying that, like, um, like a really good way to keep friends is to know what friends are good at what and to not expect them to be good at everything. Yeah. And so, like, she said, like, I think her example was, like, okay, if you have a friend that you're going to call at 2 in the morning on a bad night, they will pick up every time, but they might not make it to your birthday party, or they might be late. But then you have friends who, like, will turn off their phone on, like, do not disturb at 5 o'clock, but, like, if you invite them to a party, they will come early and help you set up, and they'll be the last to leave. And so... I feel like your one of your friendship strengths is like you are always at the event. You never miss an event and you stay there the whole time. Like you come early, you leave late, you help clean up. And like that's not a friend that everybody has, you know? Well, things. I, I don't know. I've seen people don't show up or cancel too. So it's like I always want to be that person. At least someone showed up. Yeah. You know? You're always very reliable in that way. It's a good friend to have. Thank you. I feel like you're a good friend too. And like you're such a good cheerleader. You get people going. Oh, thanks. In like such an honest way that it's. It's so authentic. It's everyone's so excited. I can be hella flaky, though, so don't count on me for everything, <laughs> but I will root from you for afar. If I can, like, call you or text you and be like, you're doing amazing, I love that, call Sarah if you need actually people to show up to your birthday party, you know? There's, like, I mean, there's, like, weddings I've been invited to that I'm, I'm just, like, sometimes I don't want to go to weddings. That's fair. Sometimes I do. All right, well, is there anything else? Oh, remember I said I was going to do that? <laughs> what would you see her head whip around? She's like, what are we fucking talking about? <laughs> you don't ask that question at the end. I just have it. It's just a habit. I just want to eat that waffle cone that I'm looking at now. It's you want yours. the seaweed and I'll have the waffle cones? Sure. Thank you. I just divided up our snacks for the end, <laughs> the end of the shoot. up. It's like soccer practice. we got to pack a snack, like a juice box at the end to reward ourselves. All right. Well, we will see you guys next week and have a great week. Bye. Bye.